This could be no, welcome. welcome back to Sideline Views. Um, I'm here with we're joined by Rogif today. No guests today, it's just us. We're gonna do maybe like 30 to 40 minute episode just talking about some recent events that have happened in the NBA. So we first of all we wanted to start off talking about the whole Miles Turner situation. Shams recently t- tweeted the Indiana Pacers are moving toward a rebuild. A receptive to trade talk centered on Car- uh, Karis Levert and either DeMontis Sabonis or Miles Turner. Personally, I think this is a good idea for them. They've just been like a mid-tier team, usually around the eighth seed in the last few years, haven't been good, haven't been horrible. So I think this is they're moving in the right direction. Any thoughts, Rogif? Now, to be honest, I don't I don't know if it's if it's if it's a great move. Um for the Pacers, they do have a lot of pieces. I don't know why they would be looking to rebuild. They just need a little bit more star power. They have, they really have a good base right now. I think I mean, they could, like, yeah, 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 go on, you go. I think if they could like, because they like when you think about it, they have like so many like not all star level, but like good like above average starter level players. Demontis Sabonis, Miles Turner, Karis Levert, T.J. Warren. They had Victor Oladipo not anymore. Who Brogdon. else they have? Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. I don't know. Is he injured? Malcolm. I don't know. Uh, no, he's playing. He's playing? Yeah. But anyway, they have so many above average starting level players that I think if they just like got three of them and traded them, you could like trade for like a star player because like they have been in that like kind of exactly. like purgatory so why, would, for a while. why are you on the side of rebuilding? I I mean, it's better than like if they, I just think they need to make a move. I think they've just been sitting in the same place for a long time being kind of mediocre. So I think it's good that they're making a move. So the thing with Miles Turner is <clears throat> right now, I think he's one of the best centers in the league. I think he's top five, maybe. He, he, um, bro, you're true, but there's no way you just said he's top five. He's a top five center. In the he's league. not a top five list, center. List your top five centers. Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Anthony Davis. Power forward. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid's a power forward. No, 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 no. Continue, continue. Okay, Anthony Davis. If you can, him as a center. He's been playing center. Um, who else do you have? You have Bam Adebayo. Okay, you have Vucevic, who's better than Miles Turner. Uh, no, no, yes. Miles Turner better. You have Rudy Gobert. You okay, have... but I wouldn't count Anthony Davis as a center. Okay, well, there's five right there. Um, okay, it's slipping my head right now, but there's no he's, way. He's a okay, he's he's a he's a five or six or seven max. He's a top okay. ten center in the league. No, I wouldn't say top ten. I'd say top top top. DeAndre Aiden's better than him. No, he is uh, not. DeAndre yes, Aiden is, is no way, no way better than Miles. DeAndre Aiden is better than Miles Turner. Anyway, what Miles Turner said is, I'll, I'll quote this um, for you guys. So it's clear that I'm not valued as anything more than a glorified role player here, and I want something more. Oh, he said also, that. Yeah, he said he said exactly that. Oh damn! So, oh, Evan Mobley is better than Miles Turner. No, he is not. Shut Have you up. seen the way Evan Mobley has been oh playing, bro? Oh, my God. He's a rookie. It doesn't matter. It does not matter, bro. Evan Mobley has been bowling. Miles Turner has not done anything in his career. He's been a, he's been a good shot blocker, good floor spacer. He's had, like, he hasn't been, been able to make that much of an impact on the game. Evan Mobley has been one of the one of the – Evan Mobley and Darius Garden are the two main reasons the Cavs are good this year. I'm, I'm, I'm not questioning Evan Mobley's greatness, but you cannot put him in the conversation – of top 10 after seeing him play a total of 20 professional games. Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's compare stats here, okay? On this season, Evan Mobley is averaging 14, 8, and 2. 
Okay. Got that? Miles Turner. 12, 12, 7, and 1. In his fucking like, seventh year in the league. And how many minutes are both of them playing? What the efficiency numbers? Um, 39, uh, 39% from three for Miles Turner. 70% from the line. And he's playing 29 minutes a game. Evan Mobley. 33% from three, which is worse. 78% from the line, which is similar. And he's playing 33 minutes a game. Exactly. Regardless so of that, Evan Mobley is putting up more points, more rebounds, more assists, maybe shooting a little bit less efficiently. But I never said Evan Mobley was a, was a better shooter. I'm just saying... Playing Evan more minutes as well, and he's putting, he's putting up marginal extra extra numbers. The point is, um, and which, Turner is a much better which, score, which, which, which is more valuable in today's NBA. Additionally, additionally, Evan Mobley is is a number two option on the Cavs, a number two or three option on the Cavs. Miles Turner is a number four or five, as he said, he's a glorified role player on the Pacers. I think he's something more than that, um, and he's not being utilized um, fully. He's a big guy, and he he can be aggressive. So I don't like the fact that he's been using purely, um, he's being used purely as a spot up shooter with the Pacers. Also, so, the thirteen seed. Point? All I'm saying is the point is Miles Turner, maybe that's because of the position he's in, has not been a guy that you can play through. Evan Mobley is a guy you can play through. You can trust him with the ball in his hands. You can trust him to go get a bucket. Miles Turner is more of a role player. Maybe that's because of the situation he's in and he hasn't get, gotten the chance to show that he's more than that, but that's what he is currently. Mm, okay. I disagree, but let's go ahead. Yeah, so um, speaking of Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis, and Karis LeVert, what, what do you think are the best um, destinations for these guys to go if you were to trade them? Um, so Celtics fans have been wanting him since 2017. So why don't you talk about that? I think he would be pretty good with the Celtics, but like Miles Turner is a guy because he's a good shot blocker, because he can trace the floor, he can basically fit in anywhere. Um, the Celtics... I don't think we have like really the assets to trade for him. So I don't really want to talk about that too much. We already have a young, good, young, uh, good young center in Robert Williams, who the fan base loves, who I love. So I don't think, I think it would kind of like, they would clash a little bit. So in that if, case. And also because Miles Turner wants to go to a place where he can have a little bit more of the ball and not just be seen as a role player. So I don't think he would, like playing for the Celtics too much either. So in that case, I love to see um I love to see Turner in the Knicks. Um we really need a center right now where Mitchell Robinson is is kind of stayed stagnant the whole of his career. And Nerland's Noel is playing like garbage. He cannot catch the ball. Um so I I definitely consider packaging um Turner and a trade that I could see happening could be um Robinson and um, Kemba for no one Turner. wants Kemba, bro. There's that is there's no way that's happening. You're throwing in a pick or you're throwing another player. Kemba's basically a negative asset. Uh, no, no, actually not anymore because there's a new contract. But Kemba's basically just no pot. There's basically no upside for them trading for Kemba, and they're getting Mitchell Robinson, who is 
been injury prone throughout his whole career for Miles Turner, who is better than Mitchell Robinson. So there's not really maybe if you threw in Kemba and Mitchell Robinson, a pick or two, and then it's or instead of the pick or two, you throw in like Obi or quickly. No, 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 we're not throwing in Obi. I know, but I'm saying if you that's I th- I'm saying that's what the Pacers would ask for. I think okay, okay. But um, I think the best fit definitely for Miles Turner is definitely the Warriors. Warriors team could be shooting the ball a lot. He's gonna be fitting right, uh, fitting well there. And they and the Warriors need a, I think they need a more of a traditional center that can block shots, which they don't currently have. So I think Miles Turner would be a perfect fit in the Warriors. But to be honest, mm-hmm. Miles Turner is a play, type of player who can fit in basically anywhere because of his skill set. So it doesn't really matter where he goes. And wh- who who would the Warriors trade for Turner unless they want to give up Wiseman? Bro, Wiseman hasn't been playing for them. They could give up Wise. Bro, the Warriors have a lot of young assets. They have, they have Wiseman, they have Moody, they have Kaminga. Like, oh, I don't think it's worth giving up. Any I don't of those think it's worth guys. giving up them. But I'm saying there are players that they have, young players that they have that are assets that they can use. Because if they're trying to win now, they, they could give up those players to get Monster. Okay, and Monster true, would true. definitely help them win now. Win now, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Uh, what about Sabonis and Levert? Um, Levert, personally, one of my favorite players. Um, I love his game. I, I, sorry? The guy's a bucket. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the best three-level scorers, um, in the league. And no matter if you put him off the bench as a, as a spark, or you can, you can start him. Um, yeah, he's going to be a bucket. And I, I think he'd also, he'd, he'd fit in anywhere, um, I think he could fit um, fit somewhere like like a Dallas. Yeah. Um, to sure. to play around Luca and Porzingis. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So Luca's the only guy scoring on that team, and yeah. when Luca's not on the floor, you need someone who can come in and get a bucket. So I think that'd be a good fit there. I suppose the bonus. Um, traditional center can shoot the three though. Good playmaker, good all around player. Like to be honest, I don't, I don't really know actually. Um, I don't know any. I don't know either because I feel like he 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 does need to be a, a second option on a team. I don't I don't yeah. really know what team really needs him right now. Yeah, I saw some things linking him to the Celtics. I wouldn't necess- I wouldn't mind having him in the Celtics just as another guy who could score, rebound, and since the Celtics aren't very good at passing the ball, Sabonis is a good passer and playmaker, so he'll make the right pass, and that'll be good for the Celtics. But I don't I, – he can fit in, in a lot of places, to be honest. Fair enough. True. Yeah. But since the Pacers are looking towards a rebuild, I think they should clear house, trade for young players, get picks, maybe do something like OKC is doing. The, as, the as Celtics done. were thinking about – Thinking about breaking up the whole Brown and Tatum operation and going for that similar oh. type of rebuild. What do you think? I don't know with the Celtics anymore. I've just watched them lose by like nearly 30 points to the Suns in horrible fashion. Some of the, the worst Come on. without Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. And um, some of the worst defense and offense I've seen in a long time. See, I always this always happens. Against the Lakers, Tatum had like 14 points in three minutes and then just was horrible for the rest of the game. Again today, 12 points in like like the first five minutes of the game and then didn't hit a three basically for the rest of the game. It's just hot and cold from Tatum. We don't really have anybody else on our team when 
Josh Richardson and Jalen Brown are both out who can go and get a bucket and play make. And when De- Dennis, right now, only people who can score and get a bucket are Dennis Schroeder and Jason Tatum. And when they're not feeling it, like the team goes, it's really bad. <laughs> so, I mean, Tatum, uh, he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a terrible game, but um, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely not the best game. I, mean, I, I think, I think I saw t- Tatum miss a lot of free throws today as well. A lot more yeah, he was, he, he was, he missed three free throws, yeah. Yeah. So if, you, if the Celtics need to make one change right now, you're you're the GM. What are you changing? I think. I'm I'm not against the Ben Simmons idea, but not for Jalen Brown. Let's talk about Ben Simmons. Then let's talk about Ben Simmons. Well, what type of a trade would you would you pose for him? He's at all. He's Celtics fans will hate me for saying this, but like, you probably have to give up like Marcus and Rob. And then maybe like a pick or two. I know, like and you're willing to give up Rob and Marcus, two of your best hustle players on the team. I don't know if I'm. It's really tough because I love Rob, and Marcus. He's Marcus, but um, he does sometimes. He's amazing. Takes good shots. Makes the right play. Draws charges. Plays really good defense. But when there's games like today where he goes like over five from three, takes a bunch of horrible shots, misses the rim on half of his shots and doesn't have the defensive impact that he normally does. It's really hard to be like optimistic about him as a player. But um, yeah, true. He's that's that's the way Marcus has always been. He's always going to have good games and bad games. He's never he's not he's not going to be the most consistent shooter, most consistent offensive player. But we have him there because of his hustle, because of his leadership, and because of his defense. So I think oh, that um, Ben yeah. Simmons for the Celtics, to the Celtics, I think that would be a good, uh, really good for the Celtics as currently, well, at least normally, our identity is supposed to be as a defensive team. We're supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league because of our um, personnel. But um, recently it hasn't been very good but i think that's where ben simmons will fit in and we're a team that also doesn't move the ball very well so i think bringing in ben simmons would be good and i think what ben simmons really needs is like a fresh start because it's quite a toxic environment for him in philadelphia so i definitely think he's gonna get there's no question he needs a fresh start but i i'm i'm struggling to understand how bringing him into the celtics in hopes of improving their defense once again by trading him for your two best defensive players meant to work. Well, it's not just because of his defense. I'm saying that's why he would fit into our team. But I'm saying because he's a ball mover and because he's going to like get the ball moving, especially when we're just an ISO team that likes to take turns going one-on-one. Does he fit, though? Because he does need the ball in his hands to facilitate... I just don't see. Not, I just don't see Brown and Tatum working together. I think they need to break up that operation. Like I said, they need to break up Tatum and Brown for sure. I think Tatum and Brown. I don't even know, bro. Like sometimes they're like good together, but pick like, one of them. Huh? Pick one of them. Tatum. Tatum is the better player, and yeah, Tatum's the All NBA player. Tatum's a two-time All Star. But um, I I don't I don't think I think. They're both young. They're both locked up for a while. I think we can give it at least one or two more years before we have to move one of them. So it's not like a Damon CJ situation where they're both yeah. older yeah. than 30 and they both, um, yeah. So how, how old is Brown? Brown's 24, Tatum's 
Okay, yeah. So I mean, you got a five-year. Tatum, Tatum has six more years on his contract. Okay, so Tatum. So after Tatum's contract, he'll be twenty-five. Bro, what? Oh, yeah, you're funny. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then Brown is like I think three more years. I'm not hundred percent sure because Tatum, Tatum's on his. Bro, I no. This is his fifth. This is the first. Actually, I don't, is he, is he, I think it's the first year of his uh, of his max deal. So he has four more years, and then Brown is like three more years or something. So we still do have a while before we have to make any final decisions about them. But enough on the Celtics. Let's talk about this. Um, Blazers announced the dismissal of Neil O'Shea and the promotion of Joe Cronin as their in, uh, in interim GM. So the Blazers fired their GM, looking to maybe start a rebuild who knows what they're doing but the Sixers are accelerating trade talks on ben simmons and portland has made it clear that damien lillard remains unavailable for trade so what do you think about this bowler dame i'm so glad okay first of all i'd like to express my hatred towards the media for causing this man and his family so much stress mm-hmm. the media's Making up their own narrative, and today Dame said, I'd like to quote him, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. You know, he's a real guy. He's one of the realest in the league. He's one of the most loyal players in the league. Why the media need, feels the need to create this drama around around this man, I don't know. But at the same time, I disagree with him, and I wish that the media was right about him wanting to leave Portland. He needs to get the hell up out of there. Um, he's been there for too long. No one's going to judge you. Go and get your ring. You know, you're too talented to be playing in Portland at 11 o'clock games. No one's watching you. Hardly any nationally televised games. Okay. A player of his caliber, a top three point guard in the league. Get out of Portland, man. Go to New York. Go to LA. Go to, um, go to New York or go to LA, man. Uh, I do agree with you there. I really think the Blazers need to blow it up because they've just been a mediocre team for the past whoever knows long. They've been good, but they've never been seven good years. enough. To win. Yeah, seven years. But I just think it's time. Damon, CJ, you've tried for long enough. I think it's time you hit the reset button, trade both of them, get some young assets, and then build from there. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking with the Gary Trent Jr. for Norman Powell trade because Gary Trent Jr. is a lot younger than Norman Powell. So I think if they and kept Gary Trent Jr. is balling. He dropped yeah. 24 in the next today. <laughs> but he did miss a free throw to give you guys a chance to come back. Oh, true. But it's 0.6 seconds, to be honest. And then Julius missed the three and then started smiling. Julius missed a wide open three and then feels the need to smile, which just which angered me so much. <laughs> I was I was really mad after that. Because as a professional. You know, you, you got, you're the face, you're the face of New York City. The fans don't really like you that much anymore, but regardless, you're meant to be, you're meant to it's, be the face of, face of the franchise. And you're smiling, laughing up there, missing a wide open three-point shot. Hey, still With making $30 million this year. Time on the game. Yeah, I mean, I extended <laughs> him again as well. So I, I think, I think we need to trade Randall. I'm back on the You're back Randall. on the trade Randall. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Is that just because this season, or is that? It's it's this season. I, though, I he's been so hard to watch. 
Um, he's literally gone back to his 2019-20 season. So, yeah, I hate to call it a fluke, but I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall, Randall got to go. Especially when you have um, a young lion like Obi Toppin, who's, who's ready. Um, the way that words, he's been playing yeah. as a spark off the bench, if you look at his plus minus as well, mm-hmm. he's, he's crazy. Yeah, he was. What do you what do you what do you think about what do you think about the Dame situation? Yeah, I like I said, I think they definitely need to blow it up. Um, maybe they could try trading CJ and a couple more players for Ben Simmons, and then see how it works. I'm pretty sure there's reports saying that Dame wants to play with Ben Simmons. So if that keeps Dame happy, and if that's what Portland wants to do, keep Dame in Portland, then that's what they should do. I think because at this point, who knows though if the rumors are true or not? Yeah, no, nobody knows. Like what's really happening behind closed doors. But um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Dame play with Ben Simmons, another another all-star caliber player, just to see. Because Portland is one of the worst defenses in the league. When we – the Celtics played the Blazers a few uh, few days ago, and that was – who won yeah, that one? Made, they made the Celtics look good. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so – But yeah. Dame, Dame's not been playing recently. Yeah, Dame hasn't been playing, but um, yeah. even with Dame, Dame's not making a big impact on the defensive side of the uh, defensive side of the ball. So, true. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, like they should make a move. I don't think they should just keep running it back with Dame and CJ. They're both two small, small-ish guards, and yeah, I think they should try to like improve their defense by trading for Ben or just blowing it up entirely and going young. Yeah, I, I think they need to blow it up, but at the same time, I don't think they will because Dame is just too loyal. Yeah, you could say that. He's too loyal to the city of Portland. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Yeah. And you think... What do you think of... Yeah. Uh, no, so what are you going to say? I was, um, was going to change it up about Steph Curry. Uh, no, first, wait. What do you think about Dame to the Knicks? What, what, do you, what type of package do you think um, the oh. Knicks would... The, so, okay, first of all, tell me what package you think that the Knicks would give up for Dame, and tell me what package you think the Blazers would want from the Knicks. I had this conversation yesterday and the day before, so here's what I here's what I would say. And what are you willing to give up first? I really do not want to do this. I do not want to give up Emmanuel quickly, but <coughs> I think we have to in order to in order to get Dame. So I'd have to give up. Um, I'd give up Emmanuel quickly. Um, Kemba Walker. And Mitchell Robinson. And a first. You first. are crazy. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard all day, bro. You want <laughs> Damian Lillard. MVP oh, you think can- you're not giving up enough? Yes. Huh? Oh. You're... You, bro, there is no way you just said that, bro. Kemba is not an asset, okay? First of all, Kemba's not an asset. You're giving up Emmanuel Quickly, who's... What if we throw in RJ? What if we throw in RJ? Emmanuel Quickly, who's an average young player, has some potential. Not not some... He's he's not an average player. He's an average young player. player. Yeah, he's an above average player. But for a young player, he doesn't have that much potential, okay? He's not... He's not... He's not Lamella Ball. He's not Lamella Ball. Okay. You, yeah. You have Emmanuel quickly, who's an like, above-average young player. We'll leave it at that. And Mitchell Robinson, who's an injury-prone, g- decent center, and a pick for Damian Lillard. 
Do you see they gave do you see what the what the Clippers gave up for Paul George? Yeah. They, they yeah, yeah, just like, Alexander. Yeah, something similar, yes. Seven first round picks. You said one. Shea Gilgis Alexander and seven first round picks for Paul George. And you're saying Emmanuel quickly, Mitchell Robinson, and one first round pick. Shea Gilgis Alexander is better than quickly and Robinson. Okay, fine. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me redo it, okay? Bro, you're giving okay, up. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I forgot to throw in. Oh my God, I'm, I'm actually stupid. I completely forgot. I, I, I meant Julie. I, I meant adding Julius Randall. Oh, you forgot about Randall. Yeah, okay. I forgot about Randall. Of course, I want to trade Randall because I'm telling you right now, a Dame and Randall offense is not going to work. The only way we can we can see a Dame trade happening is if we give up Randall as well. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I completely. I'm sorry. Yeah, I completely forgot. Seven yeah. bursts. Okay. Well, I think the Blazers. Since they're going young, I don't think they would actually want Randall. I think it'd be something like RJ quickly, RJ quickly and Obi in like three firsts. If RJ quickly, Obi and three firsts go to the Blazers, best believe I'm a Blazers fan. <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Bro, that's what they that's that's what the Blazers would be asking for. Something like that. Because, because they, they, I, I'm not even kidding. I I've become a Blazers fan. I love you, watching those three. What you, bro? You're the biggest Damian Lillard fan I know. I, I know, but I'm sorry. It, th- th- those three are going to be Knicks forever. I don't care what team they're playing for. They're always Knicks. So you're saying Julius? You're saying Julius? Who? You said Julius quickly and, Mich- and a first for yeah, Dame. And I think that's fair. I think maybe a bit more. Just Maybe just, maybe yeah. Evan as well. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot because you guys. Evan has been terrible. Bro, Kemba it, has been terrible. It, it, brings, it brings me joy that the two ex-Celtics players gone to the Knicks. I can't have believe been you thought horrible. that Celtics players would be. They, oh, that they brings were coming me so from much Celtics, joy. I should have known. I should have known. That brings me so much joy. God damn, bro. Yeah. That's I crazy. Should have known. <laughs> I really should have known. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Any, well, any other topics? Oh, uh, how many more games do you do you got do you give Steph Curry before we wrap it up? Um, until he until he breaks Ray Allen's record, just just to clarify. Yeah. Uh, ten threes. Who are they? Who are they playing? They playing tomorrow. Um, they are playing tomorrow. They're playing the Sixers tomorrow. And then they're playing next on. I, I think they play the Pacers after that. Yeah, they play the Pacers and then they play the So, uh, wait, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say three games. I'm going to say... The, he's three gonna games? Play, he's going to do it against the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say two. I think he'll get score something like... I think he'll like five or six threes tomorrow. And then he'll he'll seal the deal against the Pacers. Wow. Okay. Well, that wraps up this episode of Thailand Views. Thank you guys for watching. Short episode today, but um, stay tuned. Hopefully, next week, some big guests could be coming on. Um, we'll keep you guys posted as to who. Thank you.